0: In church up in here today
1: Woo! yeah 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 right now wow
0: i've got a feeling everything's gonna be all right anybody got that feeling Just talk to your neighbor. Tell them, neighbor, I've got a feeling everything's going to be all right. seen before!
1: The world better be ready, we're Come about on. to see the glow.
0: Get into the word. So, but so when these kind of moments happen, this is because there's like because because when they because what happened was.
1: I can't hold back my praise I got to let it out I can't hold back my praise <laughs> I, I got to let it out I can't I hold back my praise I got to let it out I can't hold back my praise I got to let it out I can't
0: one more time, one more praise, I promise we're, we're going to go to this alright, let's, I mean, are there any questions? <laughs> this moment brought to you by the Holy Spirit that's right, that's right <laughs> were. pastor Sam, what happened to the program? what program? when God shows up and says this is my house Like like a boss. This is. That's God with the Denzel Washington anointing here. This is my house. This is wild. Sit sit, sit down for a second. You won't be here for too long. This is a wham, bam, thank you, Sam. No pun intended. It's a word. God gave me this word in the past 36 hours fine-tuning it last night. Man, it's a word from heaven. Y'all want to hear this, but I, I, need, I need some help here. So let me have, open up your Bibles. On your iPhone, your Android, we don't discriminate here. Open up your Bibles, real quick. If you have a physical Bible, God bless you. Kicking it, old Jeep. But man, open up your Bibles is a critical phrase. In this church, you'll hear us say every Sunday, open up your Bibles. Because it's that, it's the word of God. If we, uh, we need that, the number one problem in America right now is not what you think. It's actually biblical illiteracy. If we open up the word of God and live the word of God and quote the word of God and use the word of God and walk out the word of God, we will change this nation and change the world. So open up your Bibles. Dr. Garza, coming up here real quick, man. I haven't seen you in a while, but it's been like a while, like a minute. You've been out. You've been out. You've been like. Wow, but I've seen you, like, you were out, like, for a, it felt like a month, you were out, I saw you out there, like, in Mexico, clubbing with your wife, what was that about?
2: 11, 11 days, but thank you for missing me. No, we miss
0: you, we miss you, we miss you. <laughs> this is Dr. Garza, of course, he's our, our teaching pastor here, Logos Living on Wednesday, just simply the best, and so, real quick, open up your Bibles, this is a story, let me begin, I need, uh, I need a Samson and honey, to, oh, my man, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Samson, You got some honey? Give out some honey. Just individual spoons. Don't double dip. That's the message today. Uh Uh-huh. You'll get it in a second, but give out some honey. Because what if I tell you God's about to make honey out of your hell? I'm going to biblically make that legal and substantiate it through Judges 14. As Dr. Nick Garza reads this passage, Judges
2: 14, verses 1 through 9... Listen to the word of the Lord, Dr. Garza, please. Samson went down to Timnah and saw there a young Philistine woman. When he returned, he said to his father and mother, I have seen a Philistine woman in Timnah. Now get her for me as my wife. Get her for me. He says he caught her eye. Get her for me. Uh huh? Go ahead. His father and mother replied, Isn't there an acceptable woman among your relatives or among all our people? Must you go to the uncircumcised Philistines to get a wife? Oh, snap. Keep on going, please. A snap or snip? What was it? It was a snap no. and a snip. But, Keep on going. <clears throat> but Samson said to his father, "Get her for me. She's the right one for me." The New Living Translation says, "She looks good to me." Imagine okay. you going to your parents and going, "I want that woman. She looked good." Yes. That's yes. how I got Pastor Ava. Yes, that's how I prayed to the Lord when I. Yes, I got
0: you. I looked at my parents when that woman looked good. Get her for me.
2: Yes. Uh huh. That's how it happened, and just it, like this. It, it, My it, it,
0: parents responded the same way, but why? But she is a Puerto Rican, I mean, she's a Puerto Rican, Philistine, I'm yeah, sorry. Yes. And then and we came back, you know, so go no, ahead, keep no, on I reading. Was,
2: uh, you were only 14. Too, I was 12, but yes. it was just, Praise God. back in the day, it was just different. Yes. God uses all generations. Yes, yes. Amen. and people in Alabama. Keep on going, please. His parents did not know that this was from the Lord, who was seeking an occasion to confront the Philistines, for at that time, they were ruling over Israel. Interesting. Samson went down to Timnah together with his father and mother. And as they approached the vineyards of Timnah, suddenly a young lion came roaring toward him. So he's going, for the, he's going for the girl. On his way.
0: On his way. And then, you know, little Simba shows up. Yep. Gotcha. Okay,
2: go ahead. Yeah. Go, go, go ahead. Probably a little bit bigger than... Yeah, little Simba. Yeah, yeah. yeah more, more like Scar. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> The spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him so that he tore the lion apart with his bare hands as he might have torn a young goat. But he told neither his father nor his mother what he had done. Underline that. Can you just make a mental note of that part?
0: Why wouldn't he tell his parents what just happened? Like, why would you? All right. Just keep that in the back of your mind. Keep on going.
2: Then he went down and talked with the woman and he liked her. Mm, how about that? Sometime later, when he went back to marry her, he turned aside to look at the lion's carcass, and in it he saw a swarm of bees and some honey. So he goes back to the place, he speaks to the girl, then he comes back, and on his way back, he passes by the
0: carcass of the lion that he defeated. What does he find? Honey. Found honey.
2: Wow. Found honey in the carcass. In the carcass. Wow. He scooped out the honey with his hands, and ate as he went along. When he rejoined his parents, he gave them some, and they too ate it. But he did not tell them that he had taken the honey from the lion's carcass. That's the second time we hear he did not what? Mm.
0: Things that make you go, "Mm." you can tell what generation you're from if you responded right now, by the way. That's great. Thank you, Dr. Garza. Yeah. Give it up for the, the only Dr. Nick Garza. So you heard the story. We're going we're gonna, to, this is really quick, but this message will change your life. I'm talking about how God makes honey out of hell. Sweet victory. Somebody say sweet victory. And, and here it is. The first point, he, so he sees this girl and he likes her. He says, I want that. I want her. Literally, he says, I want that. I want that woman. I want her. her his parents objected. Here's point number one. Point number one. You don't need people's approval to fulfill God's assignment. I I will repeat that. You don't need people's approval to fulfill God's assignment. If God's plan makes no sense to the closest people around you, with great due deference, it doesn't matter. Keep going. Samson was born with a purpose. You You were born with a purpose. He was born, Judges chapter 13 God just gave this man, this holy hippie, a divine purpose, just like he gave you divine purpose. I want you to know here, you're you're streaming, you're in this auditorium, Los Angeles, wherever you may be, God has great plans for you. I'm going to repeat that. God has great plans for you. God has great plans for your family. What if I tell you God has great plans for the legacy of your family's last name? If your family name has been associated with tragedy and drama and brokenness and poverty and dismay, get ready, in the name of Jesus, it ends with you. Because you are in Jesus, and Jesus is in you. From now on, the next generations, your family will not be known for drama and brokenness, for poverty, for failure. Your children and your children's children... Your whole family legacy is about to be transformed. You're going to be known as a blessed family, a righteous family, a favored family. You're going to be the family with the reputation that wherever you go, blessings follow. Are you with me right now? Oh, man. How do we know this? Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. This is why 1 Corinthians 2.9 says the following, Things never discovered or heard before, things beyond our ability to imagine, these are the many things that God has in store, planned for all those who love him. God has a plan for you. Now, his parents didn't get the plan. His parents were good intentions, great parents. Hey, why don't you marry somebody from Stockton? No, no, I don't want to marry anybody from Stockton. I want her. I want her. The good intentions again. Good intentions. Why didn't the parents get it? My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. Isaiah 55 verse 8. So once again, sometimes his plans do not seem to make any sense to the people closest to you. Sometimes God wants for us. What God wants for us is not necessarily what those around us want for us. And am I preaching to anybody? Sometimes God's plan makes zero sense to our family members. Sometimes God's plan makes no sense to our friends. But here it is. Surround yourself with people that trust God in you when they don't understand what God is doing with you. Woo! You have to listen to God more than we listen to influencers. We have to listen to God more than we listen to the voices in our head. The voices from our past and the voices from our pain. The victories in front of you are directly proportional to the voices around you. That's why you have to be careful who you're listening to and heeding to. The advice you receive will impact the anointing you carry. So his parents spoke into him. there it is he understood that you don't need people's approval to fulfill God's assignment I want you to raise your right hand and repeat that I don't need people's approval to fulfill God's assignment so it's time for us to trust God more than we trust social media it's time for us to listen and trust God more than we trust politicians more than we trust the voices around us, more than we trust CNN, more than we trust even our closest friends, we have to trust the voice of God. Number two, whatever you're going, growing, or groaning through, God is at work in it. That's just the word. Verse four, his father and mother didn't realize the Lord was at work in this. God was at work in it. I like that. It makes no sense, but God is at work in this. Pastor Sam, but I lost my job. You missed it. Samson had a purpose. He had a calling. God already had a plan for his life. Whatever he went through, God was at work in it. You missed that. If you're born again, if Jesus is the Lord of your life, whatever you're going through right now, even though it makes no sense, God is at work in it. Pastor Sam, but I lost my job. That's it. Oh, but that's not, there's just some exceptions, right? Because my marriage right now seems to be falling apart. God is at work in this. But I got a medical report. No, no, no. God is at work in this. But I just got a text this week that messed me up and put me in the pit of depression. Get out of that depression. Why? Because God is at work in this. The same God who called you is the same God who will finish what he has started in your life. What does that mean? God is at work in it. You have to trust God. The devil will not have the final word in your life. The hell will not have the final word in your family. I know it seems confusing right now. But you need to put a smile on your face. And you need to walk like a boss. Even though you're going through hell. And people ask you, how could you be smiling? Tell them. Because God... Somebody prays like you know God is at work in it. You know the verse. If not memorize it, you should have it memorized. Here it is. And memorize. Romans eight twenty eight. We know that God calls us everything to work together. Here's that word, work. For the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. He's at work. Philippians 1, 6. That's the fire verse. I am certain that God... Who began to, is at work again, within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Jesus Christ returns. How many believe God is at work in it? How many believe no matter what the enemy attempts in your life, God will turn it around for your favor? How many believe is doing it right now? How many believe that you're about to see God show up in your life like never before? <laughs> and how many believe, even with me, let's go crazy on this, that as we come out of this pandemic before this year is over, the whole world will know that God is at work in it. Number three, quickly, obstacles expose opportunities. I'm reading from Judges fourteen four. Creating an opportunity to work against the Philistines. So God's plan was, I know it's out of alignment with cultural dynamics. It could be even out of alignment with some of the cultural decrees that are extrapolated from some of the vestiges that stem out of the Mosaic law. With all that being said, I am God and I have a process for you, Samson. So I do want you somehow to connect with the Philistines because we're going to break this Philistine Coverage This captivity, this multi-generational captivity. The Israelites are captive by the muchomala hombres. I'm going to use you and your relationship to break that captivity. Oh, boy. So he was on his way. Oh, by the way, it says, I'm reading, as Samson and his parents were going down to find the young lady. So the same parents who objected are now accompanying him. Oh, you missed that. I like these parents. You want people in your life like that. People that say, I know God has a plan for you. God spoke to us about you. We don't understand everything, but we're never going to abandon you. Isn't that awesome? Those are like cool parents. So he was on his way to do what? Get his wife. And who shows up? Scar.
1: Scar
0: shows up. Right before he's about to just, yeah. scar shows up and attacks Samson. Right before, right before, right before. We must always remember the enemy shows up right before. We are about to grab a hold of what has been ordained for us. No, you, you missed it. The, the enemy from Genesis to Revelation, the devil always shows up right before not not like years right before you're about to experience your greatest breakthrough all hell comes against you so anyone here who has been fighting scar if the enemy has showed up in the past week the past two weeks the past month the past year it only means one thing you are about to acquire You are about to step into what you've been praying for, what you've been hoping for, what you've been fighting for. Are you with me right now? If I were you, I wouldn't be complaining. Stop going. God, why am I going through this? Because heaven is saying, because you are about to experience my glory like you've never experienced before. (laughs) Opportunity. With opportunities come obstacles. With opportunities come opposition. And the obstacle is indicative of an opportunity. Hell opposes heavenly opportunities. Obstacles expose opportunities. Behind the lion stood a relationship that would have turned the table on multi-generational captivity. Behind your battle, your battle, there's a breakthrough that will impact your children and your children's children and your children's children's children. I want to remind you, just like Samson, your fight is not just for you. Your fight is for those that follow you. No, you're missing that. One day, I promise you, you're, if you do this right in Christ, if you let Christ grow in you as you grow in him, John 15, 7, I promise you the Lord tarries, one day, one day, your children and your children's children and your children's children's children are going to pass by the carcass of a lion. They're going to pass by the, the the debris, the residual byproduct, and they're going to say, oh, that's been here for a while. Yeah, I know how that got here. My granddaddy, my daddy, my daddy. My great-granddaddy, he defeated what the devil laid out against him. And that's why you and I are walking in victory today. Somewhere down the road, your children and your children's children will be going from glory to glory. Why? Because you defeated the lion of your generation. The lion represents nothing other than the adversary's attempt to deter us from obtaining what God has for us. On the other side of the battle, there is breakthrough. On the other side of that pain you're going through, there's a promise. Ooh, ooh, ooh. lions should not scare us. A lion today equals a breakthrough tomorrow, 1 Peter 5 eight. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil, who prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Oh, stop for a second. Hold on, hold on. So Samson is going to where? What does the verse say explicitly? Where was he going? Anyone know? Napa. (laughs) He was going to Napa. His Napa. It says he wasn't just going to Timna. He was going to the vineyards. He was going to the wine. Oh, you missed it. There's too many five o'clock somewhere people in this crowd. (laughs) You're going, what's wrong with that? Well, there is an issue. Because in the previous chapter, we discovered that Samson was a Nazarite and he couldn't drink what? He couldn't drink wine, yet he was en route to the to wine country, baby. Hashtag Sonoma County. He was en route there. And who showed up or what showed up? A lion. You know, you're still missing the equation. He was en route to a place that was out of alignment with his covenant. He was going to a place that was not in alignment with his Nazarene calling. And what shows up? The lion. Sometimes God will permit a fight in order to prevent a failure. Should we repeat that, Armando? Sometimes God will permit a fight in order to prevent a failure. Sometimes, don't get upset with God. God permits things to come our way in order to protect us from our own failure. It is better to fight off the devil than to fall into temptation. No, you've missed it. Because the fighting off the devil, it's already guaranteed the outcome. Already God said, Luke ten nineteen, he has given you and I power over all the powers of the enemy and nothing will harm us. Are you with me right now? In other words, in other words, sometimes God will permit us to fight the lion so we will not be bitten by the snake. Too much? So now... I look back in my life and I am grateful for some of the fights I had to fight. Because if I would not have experienced these fights in these lions, I may have been bitten by the snakes. How many here have the maturity and the prophetic cognitive bandwidth to look back in their lives and now, now I get it. It's now I get it. And now how many can be grateful for the things you had to overcome in your past? All right, we're going to get there. Humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will, James 4, 7. And I want to remind everyone here that the Holy Spirit has empowered you, Romans eight eleven. Therefore, Jesus, who is the lion of the tribe of Judah, if he is the lion, which he is, of the tribe of Judah, and you have his spirit inside of you, that means inside of you is the spirit of the lion of the tribe of Judah, Which means the lion inside of you will always roar louder and be more powerful than the lion outside of you. Can somebody just give God your best roar right here, right now? We're landing. We're landing. Number four, the Holy Spirit is why you fight. The Holy Spirit. Repeat after me. The Holy Spirit is why I fight. Verse six, at the moment the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. So he's about to fight. Scar. Holy Ghost comes upon him. He rips Scar's jaw apart. Our, Our faith stands measured not by what we do when heaven falls upon us, but rather by what we do when hell stands next to us. Samson fought back. What did Samson do? He did what? He did what? The Holy Ghost came upon Samson when he was fighting Scar. And what did Samson do? He fought back. He was a Nazarite. He was anointed. The Spirit of God came upon him and he fought back. Listen, don't tell me that the Holy Ghost is upon you and you're not willing to fight for your family. Don't tell me the Holy Ghost is upon you. You're not willing to fight for this generation. Don't tell me, oh, God's upon me, but this nation's going to go to hell inevitably. So I'm not going to fight for this nation or fight for the... No, 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 no. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you will fight. You can't speak like heaven and look like hell. I'll repeat that. You can't speak like heaven and look like hell. You can't speak faith and walk in fear. You can't lift up Jesus on Sunday and let the devil hold you down Monday through Saturday. When the spirit of the Lord is both in you and upon you, what do we do? We fight back. It says Samson fought back. Here's what Psalm 1834 says. He trains my hands for battle. Psalm 144 verse 1. Praise the Lord who is my rock. He trains my hands for war. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble. We need holy hippies that fight back. Now I'm really going to get in trouble. I don't want you to get upset with me. Stop asking for revival. If you're not willing to fight back, I'm really going to get in trouble. I don't care. Let's. It's time to release the holy kraken. So here it is. Pastor Sam, I want revival. Why do you want revival? Oh, because I want to blow the shofar. And, and I want to do flags in the service. And I have no issues with shofars or with flags. But if that's your definition of revival, I don't want it. You know what? Because we need a church... That for a moment will put the shofar down and put the flag down why don't you go to the local school board and start fighting for your children and your children's children why don't you start going across the street and fight for the next generation why don't you open up your mouth and start laying hands on the sick and casting out devils and demons are you with me right now why don't you go to the homeless encampments and tell them in the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene get up and walk get Fight for the next generation. Fight for this nation. If that's you, open up your mouth and praise like you're willing to fight back. Lift up your hands with me and say, the Holy Spirit empowers me to fight back. To fight against hatred and intolerance, to fight against sinfulness and moral decadence, to word of God. There's an attempt, and we just can't say, I'm sorry, don't get upset with me. If you want revival so we can have a conference, I don't want that revival. If, if you if you want revival so we could come in here and go like this, and they just live it to that, I love doing this, but if we just leave it here, we're missing the point. The world is going to hell in a
1: handbasket. Let the church rise up. Let the holy hippies rise up.
0: If you're getting this, raise your hands. If you really understand it, raise both hands. Fight for your children. Fight for our value system. Fight, 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 fight. Pastor Sam, but isn't revival about us speaking in a heavenly language? Speaking in tongues here means very little if you're not willing to speak up out there. It should be both. It's time to fight. I feel the Lord. I'm reading to you exactly what in the Hebrew it says. Samson took the lion and he ripped. He tore. No, you missed it. What do lions do to humans when they take them? They rip and they tear apart. No, you missed it. What did the lion do? The lion does what? Rip and tear. What did Samson do? He ripped and With what? What part of the body did, the, did Samson attack for the lion? what what was the lion going to use to devour Samson? You are about to do to the enemy what the enemy Oh somebody this is for you I, in Jesus name get ready you are about to see the enemy of your purpose the enemy of your destiny you are about to see God show up to you and do to your enemy what the enemy was going to do to you so if the enemy wrote down in 2021 i'm gonna make sure that none of your kids serve jesus you're about to do the same you're about to flip it in other words not only will your kids serve jesus not only were your kids, if the enemy said, I'm going to take two of your kids, and I'm going to bind them with drug addiction, I'm going to mess them up and hurt them so bad that they will be traumatized for multiple generations. You're going to do to the enemy what the enemy was going to do to you. What does that mean? Not only were your children served Jesus, but now, through your children, other children will serve Jesus. Other children will be saved. Other children. Prophesy to you. Through your healing, people will be healed. Through your breakthrough, people will experience breakthrough. Lift up your hands if this is for you. If you receive it, lift them up really high. And repeat after me, through the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, I'm about to do to the enemy what the enemy attempted to do in my life. You have no idea what you're saying. The enemy tried to put you in a corner. He tried to take away your dream. He said, hell your way. You're about to put him in a corner. You're about to take away any sort of influence or authority he has in your life. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Are there any questions? And the God of peace will swiftly pound Satan to a pulp under your feet. And the wonderful favor of our Lord Jesus will surround you. That's Romans 16, 20. If you got this, raise your hands. If this message is for you, raise both hands. I'm at this final point, I promise. Rometo. And our nombre de Jesus. God will make honey out of your hell. He tore him apart. You were With that mouth you thought you were going to devour me. I'm not... I'm not just gonna hurt your mouth. I'm gonna rip it apart so you won't just be able to hurt me. Whoever walks down this road again will never ever have to face you. I'm bringing you to an end, not just for now, but forevermore. I wish you would get this. Your children will not live in your pain. Your children will not live in your past. Your children will not live in your struggle. Your children will not live in your drama. When God said, it is finished, he meant it is finished. We are done. We are done. We're done. Stand with me. Stand with me. If you want to stand. If you don't want to stand. 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 And so he defeats them, Then he talks to the girl. Look up here for a second because I want you to see this. He, he talks to the girl. So he defeats Scar and he talks to the girl. Yeah, I, I like you, I like you, all right? I like you so much. Let's get married. Let's do this. All right, get a wedding planner. All that. Yeah, yeah, got that. that all right, all right, let me go. I'll go back. Let's make the plans. He comes back. This is what the Bible says. Just reading the book. He intentionally read it, turned off the path to look at the carcass of the lion, to revisit his breakthrough. He didn't need to go there, but he did. If you find yourself turning off your path, it's not because you're going the wrong way. It's because you're about to be reminded that the God that did it before is the God that will do it again. He found honey, real honey, in the midst of an old victory. Somebody shout, sweet victory. Sweet victory. Samson was attacked by a lion. The Holy Spirit granted him victory, power that inevitably ended up feeding him. Here's the word of the Lord for you and your family. God will make honey out of your hell. Here's a word for you, and if it's for you, you raise your hand. If it's not, keep your hand down. You will eat from the very thing that was meant to kill you. You will be nourished from the very thing that attempted to deprive you. You will be equipped for the next season by the very thing that tried to stop you last season. Oh, if this is for you, raise them high. Why? Because what? Because only God can build you with what was meant to break you. Only God can give you life with the same identical thing that was meant to terminate your purpose. Only God can feed you from the very place that was created to starve you. Only God can turn the table in such a way that when the day is done and the battle is over, not only do you walk away in victory, you will after some time revisit what was supposed to be a place of pain. That was supposed to be the place of pain. That was supposed to be the place where your purpose died, where your joy died forever, where your innocence died forever. This is supposed to be the place of perpetual heartbreak. And all of a sudden he comes back and the place that was supposed to have been the place of pain. Is the place of sweet victory. I sense the Lord. Lift up your hands. Oh, I sense God right now. I sense the Lord. Something sweet in place of the battle. I love this. The honey didn't get there overnight, but it arrived when he revisited his track. It takes time for God to make your battle scene into your feeding table. Oh, First, he gives you the victory, and then he makes it sweet. But after some time, somebody say, after some time. If you got this message, raise your hand. What are you saying? I'm saying you're going to be able to look at your past. And the places in your past that really caused angst and pain, you're going to go back and go, I see victory now. How many now have the maturity to look back and say, I did not understand it when I was going through it, but I see victory now. You're going to find honey where you went through hell. If this is yours, now give him the best praise you've given him the entire day. All right, we are done. We are done, but I have to give you one little addendum, a footnote, a mint a sorbet. Ready? Twice it said. He fought the lion. Did he tell his parents yes or no? No. He fed them. The guy pops up with honey. Organic, by the way. Trader Joe's. Best kind. He pops up. Does he tell him? All right, you randomly show up with your parents. And you're gun this is, take some honey right? Not even like, like, where did you get it? He didn't tell him. He didn't. Why doesn't he tell him? Some people can't handle the process. Not everyone needs to know what you went through. No, no, no. They can taste the honey when you feed them with your breakthrough, but they don't need to know all the details of what you went through. Why? Because some of them have religious beliefs or other beliefs that will mess them up when they know that God, how God did it, when God did it. They don't understand the process. Some of them don't have the maturity to comprehend. Some of them don't understand. Some of them don't understand that God spoke to you while you were drunk. Yeah. they don't get that they don't get that they don't get that because oh that's not part of my religious worldview. that's why you don't have to tell everyone the process some of them don't understand that when you were shacking up with that person where you shouldn't have been hooking up with that in the midst of you shacking up the Holy Ghost hit you and say I got something better for you than this this is not what I called you for they don't understand that God shows up in the weirdest of places in the darkest of places they don't understand that God not afraid of the dark so in your darkest hour who showed up so you don't have to tell them everything all you got to do is taste this just taste raise your hands I feel the Lord taste this What God did with you, what God did in you, what God did through you is a process just for you. Woo! You can tell them the testimony of the outcome, but the process is between you and God. You and I both know, you and I both know that we've been, we've been through things that not everyone knows about. We've been through moments with God that God had to prune us and deal with us. And not every, are you with me right now? They don't know how we got to where we're at, but praise the Lord. Your honey, well, your honey, you're gonna you're gonna feed the people around you with the victory that God has provided by His grace, and you're gonna say, "Taste this." Somebody say, "Taste this." Somebody shall taste this, and now taste some. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is. Oh, taste and see. If God is in it, it never ends defeated. If God is in it, it never ends broken. If God is in it, it never ends in ashes. God never abandons you. God never changes. God never fails. Taste this. Taste this. Oh, if you only knew how I got this, honey. If you only knew what I had to overcome. Somewhere down the road, you're going to be in a place in life shining. And I don't mean like 30 years from now. You're about to shine like never before. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. No, you really are. That's not hype. You need to get that's why you've been through all the battles you've been through and all the thoughts you have tri- Even your mind has been your number one area, your battlefield. This right here, in the past year and a half, your number one battlefield has been your mind. It wasn't COVID, it was your mind. And guess what? Renew your mind daily. Take every thought into captivity. Now you have the mind of Jesus. You're gonna have a lot of honey going to be feeding a lot of people just look at them as they as you feed them wow. just look at them just look at them and go like you like that whole foods or trader joe's you really like it and just look at them and they're gonna go this is delicious the best honey you have blessed my life how 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 and you're gonna go oh the how is between me and god what you need to know is the why the why because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Because if God before me, who can stand against me? Because why? Because God called me and he told me no weapon formed against me would ever prosper. So I'm going to ask one more time and I'm going to give these sermon notes away to someone who says, Pastor Sam, I literally have been through my hell and this message says that I won't get honey out. That's all. I got you a copy, sweetie. I'll get you a copy. One final time. if there's any holy hippies who receive this word, if, if you believe that in Jesus' name perfectly He will make honey out of all of your hell moments, now give them the last shout of praise to them. five your neighbor. Tell them, honey out of hell.